Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. All right, it's time for all those shout outs and thank yous. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, I do want to give a shout out to our friends over at Midnight Syndicate. If you want to add their music into your adventures, you can check them out at www.midnightsyndicate.com. We also want to give a shout out to Sword Coast Soundscapes for the awesome ambient sounds they provide. Check them out at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. Don't forget to check out our website as well for all the cast bios, for the character art, our merch store. From there, you can also find links to all of our social medias. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Uh, if you want to contact us, feel free to reach out to us at diebythesordpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to leave a great review for us uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, sorry I'm late. I had to pick up food before I got on the podcast. Wow, what'd you get? Um, I got Panda Express orange chicken. Oh, no thank mm. you. Oh, I heard, really that, that. heard that's no. your favorite place, Philip. No, no, no. I I do not like, uh, I don't want to sound just Say like it. a statement, but I do not like Chinese food. Yeah, as long as I've known Philip, he's been not a fan of Chinese food and anything with rice, really. Yeah. Nope. Don't like rice. Don't like Chinese food. What? Not even with noodles. So it, it to me, Chinese food tastes like the color brown, like ch- chicken fried rice. Brown. It, I think it's the soy sauce. It tastes like brown. Tastes like <laughs> brown. I love fried rice. It's great. Mm-hmm. No nope. rice. Uh, so that's what I got. I got orange chicken on fried rice. It's amazing. Oh, Delicious. That's the only thing that for me, I'll do. It's not Chinese food, but I mean, I'll do. Sushi, which does have rice, but uh, I don't, for some reason, I'm fine with it. Weird, I know. And uh, pad thai. Oh, I love pad thai. Also weird. Yeah. You can't just well, pad- choose when you can use rice and when you can't. Yeah, no, only yeah. O- only, <laughs> only in uh, uh, sushi and uh, Rice Krispie Treats. <laughs> which I think we've talked about before. Yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of like my whole thing with onions. I don't like onions, but I'll eat them if they're green onions or if they're battered and fried. Uh, I've, I've I've known Chris. Chris is like that, Philip, where he mm-hmm. won't touch an onion, but he loves onion rings. Makes yep. no sense. I'll eat some but onion rings. but Who am I to talk about makes no sense? How do you I like will... your onion rings? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I will break an onion ring open, take out the onion, and then eat the batter. So my friend did that. <laughs> a friend, a friend of mine in high school did that. Uh, we were driving around just cruising because that's what you do in Texas, I guess. Um, and he pulled out all the onions and left them there in my car to rot, which is partially on me because I should have cleaned out my car. But I blame him for that smell. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> yeah. See, I I'm fine eating the onion in the onion ring. But if it has to be one of those where I like I bite and the onion slides out of the batter, I will spit the onion out and then just eat the batter. That's funny. <laughs> I, like, I love I onions. Like onions. Like, yes. Yeah, I, I love onions in anything really. And uh, oh man, just an onion ring. Put it on a burger. French onion uh, soup. Mm. French onion soup, or um, what's it? Uh, not sautéed onions, but what's when you cook it longer? Um, 
I don't know, sautéed. I was gonna say sautéed was the one I was thinking of. That's the uh, only way. Well, See, sweating, and, which is smaller. yeah, that's shorter. But I mean, you're the cook. You're the one that know, should know all these terms. I know, and it's escaping me right now. And I are, wish I could latch onto it. Are you talking about like, uh, like with a roast, where you cook it for hours? With onions, where you cook them for like a long time, kind yeah, of low and slow. They basically, they basically disappear. And they get caramelized them. onions. That's it. Caramelized oh. Onions. Oh, okay. I, I was gonna say awesome blossom, but I guess. yes. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was probably screaming at us at home. <laughs> Some chef somewhere that listens to us, yes. right? So, do we think a chef listens to us? I'm sure so. somewhere in the world. Well, I mean, who knows? They could play us in their kitchen. True. As they're cooking. Mm. What up, chef? <laughs> Sorry what? if this is a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The rest of us like Chinese food. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Actually, there's very few foods I don't like. I'm a huge omnivore. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. the pickiest of picky eaters. I'm I not can't s- think of super picky. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anything genre of food that i dislike outright certain things here and there i can't i I don't want the onions and if i see the onions i I will stop eating and i don't like the texture of cooked tomatoes i can see that on the cooked tomato thing it just gets all weird and slimy what does that do to your italian little heart <laughs> but tomato sauce, man, it's lovely. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I, I eat around the big chunks of tomato. See, mm. I'm with you, I'm with you on that. If, um, if I have any sort of sauce with tomato chunks in it, I will puree that until it is dissolved completely. So, yeah. oh, what about salsa? I just dip it in the juice. Dip, dip the chip in the juice. Yeah, and... <laughs> get the juice flavor and then I eat it. I don't have to eat the tomato. <laughs> That's how I used to do it when I was a kid, where I'm just like scared of how hot it's going to be, so I just dip it in, pull it out. But now, man, I just like scoop. Yep. <laughs> so did your mom uh, make it from scratch? Oh yeah. So yeah, I, that... I still use her recipe to this day. Because yeah, I was always afraid of my mom's because she did not hold back anything. It was my dad's who was hotter than he. He liked it hotter than my mom's. See, I, I like spicy salsa. Like a, a good like habanero salsa is really good, but I just don't want the chunks of onion that are usually in the salsa. I've gotten better about the tomatoes because they're not necessarily cooked tomatoes. Mm, yeah, and what about I, the cilantro. I, I like regular tomatoes. If it's heavy on the cilantro, then it tastes like soap. Oh, you're you're the, you're the soap. The soap yeah. one. Yeah, I can yeah. handle a little, but I don't want a lot. Honestly, I can handle a whole lot. I love cilantro with green onions. Mm. <laughs> That's a weird bro- dish. <laughs> oh, it, it goes on top of everything if I can do it. <laughs> but in my house, I have to temper that because somebody doesn't like cilantro. It just has like an onion cilantro glaze on everything. Uh, like a, yeah. <laughs> a little puree just puts on top of everything. He makes one of those 1960s jello molds of mm. cilantro and onion. <laughs> It's like uh, with hot I, dog cut I, up. <laughs> oh no! Oh, we went too far. We went too far. <laughs> oh. They had the audacity to call those a salad, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that isn't even close to a salad. I don't get that at all. I mean, there was no greenery. It, you know, no. 
No. <laughs> when you, something in gelatin is not a salad. <laughs> it's made from hooves, you know. What were you going to say, Gary? I don't remember now. You got him thinking about cut up wieners, and now he's now he's uh, distracted. Yeah. Do you guys ever have the carrot salad from Luby's? Luby's is gone. Mm. We're going. IP. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's good. I don't know how they classified a salad or if it's even healthy, but <laughs> I always liked it. I didn't go to Luby's a lot because I grew up in Waco, so we had other cafeteria style places to go as well. And Luby's is where all the old people went. But we also had Piccadilly, which is another one of those. And we had Underwoods, which there's only two in Texas. Well, now there's just one because the one in Waco closed. But that was our go-to place was was Underwoods. Oh, man. The late 80s was Cafeteria City because there was a couple in Fort Worth that we used to go to. Also, besides Luby's, like uh, Wyatt's and uh, Furs, I think was more popular. Furs, yeah. I know about Furs, yeah. Yeah. Anytime I went to Austin, I went to Furs. I'm just I'm just not a fan of food that is out in the open, to be honest. No, it's no, it's gross. I agree with you. Buff, buffet. I love Chinese food, but I don't want to eat it off a buffet. Yeah, especially on a buffet because it's like, <clears throat> hey, would you like to try all of our food made not very good, but you can get a lot of different choices? Right, and uh, you're gonna have to, oh, you definitely. know, you're gonna have to eat it and then guess what texture it is and stuff because it's been sitting there for two hours. Yeah. And it's it's been warmed up so many times that it's just like rubber. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to love buffets because I like the fact that you can just keep going back and getting more all you can eat. Then I got older and I started watching all the kids go up to the buffet and just that, put stuff in their mouth and then touch something else. And then, the like, chocolate fountains. I was oh, just yeah. always avoid the chocolate fountain. Golden Corral. It's- Chocolate mm. booger fountain. <laughs> yeah, that is that is you know Doom Central. Don't touch that thing. <laughs> but I mean, so. on on the surface, it sounds like a great idea. Ooh, a chocolate fountain. I get you know the hedonistic bot, hedonism bot from Futurama. Yeah. Mm. That's what comes to mind when I see that. Dip my buttocks in chocolate. I always wish I could do his voice, but I could never nail it. Speaking of nailing it. I was going to go speaking of hedonism, <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't tie hedonism to all these wolves up here. <laughs> I think it's all applause. Uh, right. Uh, so. Ah, Wolf Orgy. Got it. <laughs> Wolf Orgy. Wolf Orgy. Oh, no. Uh, no. That's what, y'all in bef- that's what y'all were in last week, was the Wolf yes. Orgy. And we killed them all. I mean, two of Except- you were infected with lycanthropy. Yeah, Not me, no more. We gotta talk nope. about you guys. Yep. Wait, somebody is... Uh, is somebody affected now? No, it's three days, right? It's whenever the next full moon is. Which, yeah, is, we which would be the next day. Uh-huh. Uh, Okay. Who's hungry for Wolf Spain? <laughs> Y'all need to chow down. I do not need any dog like companions. <laughs> but would it be just like the cutest to see Dwarfy as a wolf? His little short, little corgi shaped wolf. <laughs> Trying to jump up on something. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> jump, Dwarfy, jump. Come on. You can do it. <laughs> 
He just paws at your leg for a second to pick for have you pick him up. So yeah, I believe at the end of last week, after you had fought all of the silver hides and the Dorjanev werewolves, you went up to the observation deck in this temple, and you found Sabrissa and Mathis conversing. And they talked about having you for a snack. I think I rate as a king size snack, even though, you know, character wise, I'm supposed to be a slim kitty. <laughs> so we know Mathis is automatically out. Like he's kind of an asshole. But Sabrissa. I was going to say, do we know anything about her? Do you remember what information you had about her from your studies on the werewolf packs? Yes, yeah, so I was just starting to look up. See, she's with the Dorjanev tribe. Uh-huh, the broken wolves. The broken ones. She's the matriarch. She's a druid. Yes, that's what I got, too. Matriarch, Sabrisha, druid, the broken ones. And then Mathis is the um, Mordranok leader. Yeah, he's the one trying to take over everything. Trying to pull the jack move on all the tribes. Mm-hmm. And we killed the Volensag ones, right? You've killed outside. several of the Volensags. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were outside, and they're the, the yeah they were the enemies of of Mathis, and they didn't want to fight with us. They wanted to fight with us. Yes, but yeah, that's all I've got. Did we not write something important down? You can you don't have to tell us what it was, but did we miss something? No, that's pretty much all you knew about her ahead of time. Okay. Are they getting married? No. Are they fighting? No, they're trying to, they're going to eat us. You remember from your reading that the reason the werewolves use this as their council, basically, is from this point on High Throne, the pack lord can call all of the wolves in the Shutterwood. But there is no pack lord, he's dead. Kavlakasane is dead, but... And Mathis is trying to take over. Right. So that's what's happening up here. They don't have Kavlaka's heart, which is what is needed to become the Pack Lord. So yeah, I think the plan's got to be, we come in there, like Mathis is already trying to throw the attention at us. We've got to do something to kind of break the attention and hopefully try to see what his angle is. And maybe we can possibly, hopefully get Sabrissa to rethink what she's doing with Mathis. Um, I was, yeah, they're looking to eat us. We should mention, should we mention the heart then? Oh yeah. Wouldn't you rather have a heart? Yeah, we could say how he, his whole thing is going to be, you know, invalid without the heart. Like we, you know, get get at it that way. But again, it's very delicate because if we say, because you're working with the whispering way, then we don't want her to jump down, gather her, you know, have that civil war break out. Well, I'm just concerned with not getting eaten right now. I guess that's valid. What, you don't want to be a werewolf, Chow? I'm about to be a full-on werewolf, but, uh... <laughs> Kidding or like Chow. Kidding or like Chow. <laughs> so if y'all are through with discussing your plan, Mathis does mention that uh, perhaps we have a snack... Sabrissa looks and laughs for a second, like, hmm. Well, 
does appear that we have two of our own here. Perhaps we should see how they got this way? You. Shadow person. How did you uh, find your condition? Well, after fighting our way to the top here to, to track down Mathis, I was, I was bitten by one of the wolves down there. What did this wolf look like? Was it gray fur? Was it red? He was uh, gray. I believe he was a silver hide. Ah, Mathis, one of yours. And what about the dwarf? Was he also bitten by a silver hide? Yeah. Wait, was he? No, he wasn't. He was bitten by the red one, right? I don't remember who he got bit by. I don't either. I wanted to say red, but... I think it was red. Was it the, the one little bit, red one? He got bit by a lot of them, but only one got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dwarfy was uh, doing a lot of checks that... <laughs> yeah, because it was... It, I know it was towards the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. That's all that I remember. And also, I don't do his voice. <laughs> That's I, I wasn't sure if you were wanting me to chime in or if you were going to. I was going to let anybody chime in on that one. I didn't remember who bit him. I didn't either. Because I felt like the Dorshinev was just going after Diego the whole time. Yeah, I think that was right. Now you say and that. the one time that he would have bitten, he went after Thurskell, which missed. So we'll say Silver High. Silver... I don't think he tried to bite Diego either. He did claw me a lot. <laughs> ah, I did. It was one of those silver back ones or whatever that, that bit me, but I, I'm going to fight through this. Sure you are, sweetheart. <laughs> no matter, your highness, you, you're clearly a, a, noble, a noble leader of a pack, but I do not think that you are aligning yourself correctly with this. Though his curse runs through me, I hit the scum. Why? Explain. Well, do you think a noble leader would have killed Kavlakasain? Or been involved in a plot to kill Kavlakasain? You are making some big accusations. I sure hope you have proof to back this up. I do. Dasso, would this noble leader lure you here under false pretenses and possibly try to kill you and then i present with the tatters of the bit of journal that i have that are kind of incriminating there and i'll hand it over to her and i'll as you can you can see why i only have tatters of it but you can see why he would estovian would try so hard to destroy this this is awfully incriminating and he shoots a side eye over to mathis so i think that my hour is up and I can't be Thurskill anymore. Um, mm, okay. So while all this is going, um, Carrie is actually taken over and just ask the question. So ask yourself, darling, he either needs the heart or your people. And does he have the heart? But, Mathis, this is what we were here to discuss was how to handle the the packs now that we don't have Kavlaka Sane's heart. Oh, he doesn't need the heart, dear. He just needs you. And I don't think there'll be much of a discussion. Is is this why you wanted to bring all the pack lords together? 
Did you want to kill all of us so you could take over as Packlord? He has deep ambitions, darling. I knew werewolves could be cruel, but this is... This is far more than I was expecting. Well, Mathis? Yes. Mathis? Cat got your tongue? Well, soon to be. You think you're all so smart, don't you? Yes. It is my duty to take over as Pack Lord. And I feel the only way that I can accomplish this is by killing the Pack Lords and eating their hearts. That way I adapt all of their kin. I suppose I could start with a few scrawny humanoids as well. And we're all in for initiative. Who are you calling human? <laughs> Who are you calling? Wait, no, I am no. scrawny. <laughs> Wait, I did I did forget leg day. Hang on. <laughs> uh, I left my dice tower, so it's, a, it's going to be a different kind of sounding roll. Oh, no. I don't even like it. Nope. Stop. Nope. <laughs> go get the old one. Go get go get yourself an empty can of soup and <laughs> throw it in there. Yes, use it like a Yahtzee uh, dice cup. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what are those initiatives? Uh, carry the one. Uh, so I'm starting off strong with a 22. 22? Dwarfy. Oh, I'm, I'm Dwarfy. Uh, 16. <laughs> 16. Diego. Diego is bringing up the rear with a 7. 7. Cabal. 15. 15. And Chaubert. 18. 18. No duplicate numbers. For the first time in a long time. It really is. (laughs) And we are starting things off with Sabrissa. She rolled really high. She's mad, though. Oh, yeah. she mad. She mad. <laughs> she wants to keep her heart. She's going to cast a spell on her club that she is carrying. Wrong club. My bad. That's my <laughs> and now this club starts glowing. It is the right club. Right. Just <laughs> take a five foot step back to prepare herself as she casts the spell. And that's all she's doing this turn. Carry the one. Carry the one is also going to buff her weapon, which sounds really dirty, but um, she is going to cast on her sh- silver chakram returning weapon. Returning weapon. Anything else on her turn? I can't start singing, so no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chaubert wishes he could take the first round off and, <laughs> and do something else, but he knows that he can't, so he's gonna have to come he's gonna have to sidestep around Dwarfy. And I guess he is going to have to move up to Matt uh Mathis and try to grab him with the silver dagger, so he's gonna get on one side of him there. Well away from the party. So that is a uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 15. 15 is a miss. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Sorry, sir. 
<laughs> Sit down, pup. <laughs> and it is Mathis's turn. And he now has you sitting right there by him. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't have to move, so he's going to swing the bastard sword twice because he gets two attacks. Chaubert, no! <laughs> First attack is a 30. Ow. Miss. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> definitely hit. Uh, let me go ahead and roll the second attack. It's a 21. Ooh, okay, that one is a miss. Okay, thank you. Okay, so just one hit. Roll really low on the damage, so it's only six points of damage from the Bastard Sword. And that brings us to Dwarfy. Uh, Dwarfy is going to waddle and, waddle and draw uh, right next to Mathis and swing his silver warhammer. Okay. Oh, that's good. 28. That's definitely a hit. Sweet. Yay. Smashy, smashy. There's nine points of silver warhammer damage. Dwarfy hammering time. Nine points of damage. <laughs> Back to the disco. All right. <laughs> Cabal. Cabal is going to move five, ten. He's going to move right next to Jobert, and he's going to cast Shield of Faith. Oh. So you're going to get plus three to your AC. Uh-oh. Talking about best friends. <laughs> Tell him to touch you again. <laughs> Alrighty. Diego. Uh, Diego's going to run in and attack Mathis. For him, that's going to be a move directly to beside Cabal in front of Mathis and he is going to begin swinging his fist. He's going to attempt a stunning fist. Okay. <laughs> Basically got this dude surrounded. <laughs> uh, I got a 20. It's not a natural. It's total. Total is 20? Yes. That is a miss. Ugh. Bummer. Well, at least I still have another stunning fist I can use. <laughs> True. Alrighty. It is Sabrissa's turn. And let's see. She is going to move up and take that open spot. Because you've got the guy surrounded. And she is going to swing that club of hers. And miss. Oh, a, no. It's a oh, total no. of a nine. Everybody's missing. <laughs> this guy's wily. Right. Coyote? He's not a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure? <laughs> All dogs look alike. <laughs> Carry the one. Carry the one is going to fly up and start her song. What you gonna sing to us? That's a great question because I have. I think I'll just go ahead and sing the regular 
raging song that I have. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> so, Sounds like uh, rage. Right? It's <laughs> a good one. So, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, up a little in singing, and then everybody, remember that you get your plus one magic stuff uh, to your weapons of choice. Is that two hit and damage? It's... Yes, magic is two hit and damage. That's kind of a question, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then, what bonus do you guys think we should do? All of Little them. fire? Fire sounds fire pretty good. Fire seems good. All right. We're going to do it with fire. So, everyone add a... Uh, Additional D6 of fire damage. If you hit... That, that's <laughs> that hot. This rage is flaming. <laughs> so yeah, Carry the One is up in the air singing a song about fire. Okay. She's singing Shotgun to the fire. <laughs> Alright, Chaubert's gonna... Yeah, he likes his odds here, so now he's got a... Math is kind of surrounded, so he's going to use this opportunity while he's a little distracted, probably, to try for a sneak attack. And, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, that is a 15 again. That is a Oof. miss. All right, this die's going away for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Hi-ya. It is Mathis's turn. He's going to step around to this side. Uh, he's going to go toward Sabrissa. So that does provoke from Dwarfy. And Dwarfy is going to swing that hammer one more again and get a 27. So that, that is hits. going to be 9 silver hammer, 3 fire. 12 total. 12 points total. And if his hair catches on fire and it causes extra damage, that's even better. <laughs> it does not. Alright, so he has moved and now he is going to swing his sword at Sabrissa. Oh, that definitely hits. That's a 32. Can anybody intervene for her? Diego assist her. And she takes 12 points of damage. Uh, is there any way to help her? Uh, Listen to her, she's dying. She, uh, <laughs> well, she can't hit, she's whimpering. Right? I know, it's terrible. <laughs> Not now that I have... Well, really, with where he's standing, that's there's not true. really a way to You're behind herself or anything. Yeah. I'd have to be beside her on on the side so that I'm also facing him. Gotcha. Well, oh, there's no facing that. Right. Right. But you either have to be where Dwarfy is above standing her. or in the space gotcha. above her. Either oh, well. It's only 12 points. She's a druid. They're strong, right? Let's hope. <laughs> Uh, right. Uh, and that brings us to Again? Dwarfy's turn. Wow. Well, the other one was provoked. Yeah. Well, he took an attack, but yeah. 
took an attack opportunity. So here we it's go. Actual turn. Rolling. Wait, no, not that die. Oh, maybe not. This time, twenty-two. Twenty-two just hits. I'm liking that. All right. Um, Eleven points of silver hammer damage. Two points of fire. Thirteen total. Thirteen. So far, Dwarfy's the only one that's doing damage to him. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that's it. That's his turn. He's not gonna. He's not gonna move because he doesn't want to provoke. Hmm. All right, Cabal. Okay, so Cabal is going to step ten feet north, and he is going to bane his longbow. Baning the longbow. With the... What is it? Uh, monstrous humanoid? It's just humanoid. Humanoid. They're not monstrous humanoids. They're just regular That's right. humanoids. Yep. So humanoid baning on the longbow. If he accidentally Alrighty. sticks himself with it, does it hurt him? Or is he not a humanoid cabal? Is he demon? Uh, he's okay. an outsider. Oh, that's right. Outsider. Yeah. As a tiefling. <laughs> so I don't I think Dwarfy is the only one that isn't an outsider. No wait, no, the cat isn't an outsider. Because dwarf, you got a dwarf, you got a catfolk, and three outsiders. Yeah. So yeah, yep. This is a non-humanoid party. Meow, <laughs> <laughs> <Humanoid>. dumb. <laughs> They don't have fangs. Don't we come it. from France. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diego, it is your turn. Uh, Diego is going to take his lovely fangs and go stand beside uh, Sabrissa and attack once again. And he's going to attempt the stunning fist if he hits. Okay. Ha! That's better. 23. That is. Huzzah! Ha! You did it! Yay! You used your last stunning fist. And my last <laughs> stunning fist goes away. But hey, he's at least stunned, hopefully. What do you roll? 28. Dang on it! <laughs> <laughs> These are incredibly strong werewolves, people. Alright, so the damage is... It just doesn't sound as impressive, man. Right? <laughs> I, I know. It, it is a little weak without the tower. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it is five uh, with the silver fists and four flaming. All right. Thank you. Carry the one. I used to picture these flaming silver gauntlets just pummeling this guy. Not very hard because it was, but but <laughs> They're still. They're gauntlets. <laughs> Things happened. All right. Uh, you got the soul. You got the glow. That brings us back around to Sabrissa. Let's see what she wants to what she wants to do. She like does like in the martial arts movie where like he hit her. She like takes the blood off her lip and then licks it. Yeah. <laughs> and you then you know she's pissed. <laughs> she's ready to club him to death. <laughs> this green club. As the music begins to play, clubbed to death. 
would be cool. Sounds a lot like shaving a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Never said I had rhythm. <laughs> okay, well, she is going to, this round, she's going to take a five foot step back and start casting another spell. Which brings us to I can't wait. carry the one. Alright, carry the one is going to continue singing, but in a sing song voice. She is going to ask very nicely, Where is the Whispering Way, Mathis? Where did they go to? Um, and I, I'm going to use Intimidate. Why not? Why the hell not, right? That is not going to uh, uh, help in any way. Um, it's the sing-songy voice. It just wasn't intimidating enough. <laughs> no, especially... Yeah, so... Uh, that is a 14 on Intimidate. <laughs> Came out as a whisper. Where's the yeah. whispering way? Where is? <laughs> Where is the whispering way? Over there! Over there! <laughs> and he just snarls. He doesn't even bother responding. <laughs> Alright, well she is going to fling her chakram. There you go. Fling away. Now, that's not going to do it with a 17... 18, because of the magic. That's a miss. That is a miss. So it... Whoosh, right by his head. Sure. Oh, no. Wing and a miss. Countdown. Okay, you guys, I'm about to run out of lyrics here in a minute, so let's wrap this up. <laughs> Luckily, Dorothy's kind of short there, so... When she missed, it just kind of sailed right over his head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that brings us to Chaubert. All right, the action's moving away from Chaubert a little bit, so he's going to have to try to catch up to it. So he's going to move out and around Dwarfy to be on the other side of Mathis and flanking with Diego there. And so he's going to try another stab. All right, this one's a little better. This is a 22 that hits all right and then i get one d6 of fire mm-hmm. 24 points of damage Ooh, ooh there we go oh my goodness let's get him yeah <laughs> 24 points of damage all right he's opening and he stabs on in there mm-hmm Okay, then. So we're doing 24 points of damage. It is Mathis's turn. Uh-oh. And he's trying to decide <laughs> if he wants to go after Chaubert or go after Dwarfy, because you two have been doing the most damage on him. So he is going to swing twice at Chaubert. Mm-hmm. He chose poorly. <laughs> it's a 28 on the first attack. Dang, okay. I don't think my plus three helped you on that. <laughs> Not quite, yeah. <laughs> and a 20 on the second attack. Ooh, okay. Alright, one one hit, one miss. Uh, for 14 points of damage. Jingao. He's a one hit wonder. <laughs> Let's hope. Because he, he does have an expanded crit range, so he could crit at any moment. I said crit. 
We weren't sure. <laughs> Something got lost in translation. <laughs> All right, Dwarfy. Uh, Dwarfy is gonna. I mean, he's been doing well, so he is going to continue to swing this hammer. Uh oh. Mm, Twenty-two. That hits. Sweet. So. 12 points of silver. Oh, max damage on the fire. Six points of fire. Alrighty. That will bring us to Cabal. Okay, so Cabal is going to take his longbow that is now baned and shoot at Mathis. Fire away. 28. That hits. Okay. Now, does does it do any of its regular damage? Is it a silver arrow? Negative. Then no. Perfect. Okay, so then we'll just roll for the bane and the uh, the fire then. Yes. So three, nine, twelve. Twelve points of damage. Twelve points of damage. Alrighty. Next up would be Diego. Diego is going to use Flurry of Blows since he's out of Stunning Fists anyway. So here goes. That one is a miss. Got a three. Definitely a miss. That one's much better. 24. That hits. For six points of silver damage and four points of fire damage. One of my fists connected. Yay. <laughs> How much of the fire went through? Four. Four on the fire. I didn't. Got it. Next up is Sabrissa. And she's going to take another five foot step back. And the spell that she had cast is Call Lightning, so a lightning storm has developed above you in the sky, and she's going oh, no. to call down a lightning bolt to hit Mathis. So, he needs to make a reflex save. And he fails his reflex save. Oh, yeah. And he takes 12 points of electricity damage. That, that, that's it? All lightning only got 12 points? It's 3d6. No metal uh, penalties? <laughs> yeah, he's holding that huge-ass sword. <laughs> I guess that'd be on the two-hit part. Yeah. Nope, that's it. But the spell is still going, so she can call more lightning later. We look at her. We're like, "You're doing great. You're do- you're doing good. <laughs> you're doing great, sweetie. Just light him up. Light him up." <laughs> oh, shut at you. <laughs> uh, carry the one. Uh, well, the the chakram comes back to her hand because that's how the spell works. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. Is there a way to... There's not a way for me to use Sonic Scream and not hit 
Dorothy or Joubert or Diego, right? It's a cone, a 15-foot cone. Yeah, with where they're standing, you would hit one of them. Hit Joubert, because he's got plus three to his AC. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, all of my noise ones are cone shapes. All right, well, I'll just throw my chakram again. And continue singing. Okay. You just see the disappointment on Carrie's face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> move, you got move spread out. <laughs> I feel like Carrie should do that first thing instead of all the other stuff she does. <laughs> Which things? She does a lot of things that she shouldn't do first. <laughs> um, 20, 25. That hits. So that is eight points of chakram damage and five points of fire. Got it. Shobert. Alright. Shobert's gonna take another stab against Mathis here. 22 again. 20, 21. 21. 21. Because you are flanking him, that hits. Alright. I love I love that sound when you do it, uh <laughs> This time it's eighteen points of damage, but Chaubert actually well, Chaubert probably would have remembered I don't I hardly ever remember to apply his debilitating injury to him. And so he's going to apply the uh, Bewildered, which uh, is a minus two to AC. Minus two to his AC. Uh, and then a minus four in this round. It's just for one round, and it's a minus four if he, I guess, were to move against me. Okay. If I get an opportunity to attack. Uh, he's not a fan of you continuing to attack him, so he's going to five foot step over, so he's not in the flank anymore. And he is going to do his double attack on Chaubert again. There's the critical threat. Oh, no. Rolling to confirm. It's a 23 confirm. No, not with Cabal's help. Ah, ha, ha. (laughs) So just a hit, not a confirm. Yay. My dog. And And I'm also going to do shadow duplicate. So it's the once per day as an immediate action. I do the shadow when I'm hit. Okay. The second attack, also, which will miss. Oh, so the I was, I was kind of scared you were going to say it's another critical threat. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the first one, do we rule that it does still hit you and that causes a duplicate to form for next round? I think that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So just twelve points of damage. Oof. Which brings us to Dwarfy. Uh, Dwarfy is going to uh, five foot step over to Chaubert and swing that hammer. Swing about about. Where is my hammer? Here it is. Twenty-five. That's a hit. I love magical hammers. They're so good. 
Um, that is 11 points. Uh, actually, no, 12 points. No, it's 11 points. Um, of regular old silver damage and four points of fire. And Dwarfy kills Mathis. Woo! Smashy, smashy. Yay. Me like, me like. Me love, me love. But what are we going to do about Sabrissa? Should Dwarfy or Jobert eat his heart? Oh. <laughs> They're not werewolves yet. That's it. <laughs> we could put it in a little Ziploc and have it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, this would throw Gary's all his plans off the rails, I'm sure. <laughs> Me and Dorothy just embraced the wolf <laughs> and ate this heart. Plot twist. Mm. They become the, <laughs> the pack lord. I quit. It's your show now. <laughs> We're the bad guys now. <laughs> like our whole group is just <laughs> this has become an evil campaign <laughs> yeah. we're we're a band we're trying to find the whispering way to join them right. <laughs> Do, are you recruiting <laughs> <laughs> so um i'm still concerned about sabrissa we're i don't think that we're quite done because just because we've killed her enemy doesn't mean that she's not going to get power hungry and uh or hungry take his plan you know what I mean? Yeah, man. I wish you wouldn't have said it out loud like that, but <laughs> kind of gives everybody else ideas. Hey, you know what? You know what? She helped us defeat him, so we d- we're not fighting both of them at the same time. It's it may be one at a time, you know. <laughs> well, with as Sabrissa sees Mathis fall, she lowers her club. And dispels the lightning cloud and says, Thank you. I I fear that I would not have been strong enough to defeat him by myself. Carrie is going to f- descend in front of her and say, You're very welcome, but your work is not done. There's still the matter of... What's his name? Whose heart? Her Aaron heart. Aaron Root is the guy who has Karaka Sane's heart, who's a woman. Yeah. Okay, so Waka Faka Flame has whose heart? <laughs> Kavlaka Sane was the pack leader. Yes, <laughs> whose heart is with the Whispering Which Way. Is with Carrie, the one Root. keeps on charging in these situations. It's like, let me tell you guys what's up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, that's exactly her character. A, a clueless leader, quote unquote. <laughs> Self-appointed leader. Yes. Um, yes, I, I'm fully aware that uh, my work is not done. I can say for me and the rest of my tribe that we mean you no threat. That's very good, but can we do one better? We're looking for help. We're looking for a way to defeat or find the Whispering Way. I've heard from several of my pack that the demon wolves are making their way to Feldgrau to meet with the Whispering Way. If you say that the Whispering Way has Kavlaka Sane's heart, then perhaps you will find it there. Thank you for the information, but I think we would be stronger in number 
Don't you agree? Unfortunately, I will not be able to join. The wolves of the Shudderwood will fall into disarray and civil war if there's not someone here to keep them civil. Right, but if the demon wolves get their hands on that heart, you will be following them and you have no problem with that. I'm not concerned with the demon wolves achieving this task. They may find their way to the Whispering Way, but there is a reason that this Arryn Rude chose Mathis as the Pack Lord. Even they saw that the demon wolves are no leaders. Hopefully you're right. Hopefully you do not descend into chaos if they ever take over. But thank you for the information. This is my pleasure. What made Mathis their target? What made him such a good leader? He is probably the only one who was ambitious enough to go as dark as they wanted. Kavlakasane was a friend of mine. She was a well-liked and generous leader. There's no way that she would have followed their, their plot. I don't know what it is that they're hoping to achieve, but I can see why the demon wolves want to, would want to follow a group of necromancers. From what I see, they only want to sow chaos. Yes, this is true. I believe that your tiefling friend here will fit in well with the demon wolves. They worship demons, and you are part demon. Perfect. I do have a question for my two friends over there who have been bitten by Mathis' tribe. Is there anything that you can do for them? There's nothing that I can do as far as preventing them from transitioning. All that I can offer is we have a pack lord dead. If I eat his heart, I become pack lord of both tribes, which would make these two fall under me. Would you rather have them under me or some unknown silverhide? I do believe that we'd rather have you. If any of his tribe are anything like him, they do not deserve any power. So once you leave, I will consume Mathis's heart, and I will be the leader of both the Dorjanev and the Mordernach tribes. Should we fail to stop their transformation, you will still allow them to travel with us? Of course. Our work is far from done. We may have need for them occasionally here at High Throne, but all wolves are f in my pack are free to roam wherever they see fit. Most choose to stay within the Shutterwood, but not all. Will I... If I were to turn, will I become mindless, or will I still have my... I, I would not wish to attack my companions. It's hard to say. Each werewolf is different. For many, the first month or so, first few transitions are very difficult on them. They will turn the the moon pulls so much of the, at their spirits that they they go rageful. Many of them don't remember what happened. 
Some do remember everything that they did, even though they have no control over it. My suggestion, if you are still with your friends, is for them to lock you up somewhere for those three nights. But it is only, you know, three nights a month, so it's not so bad. (laughs) (laughs) We just gotta go kill, like, deers and stuff to feed you for the three days. (laughs) Yeah. So... Thank you for for that information. If I make Can one you? more request, um, you may have his heart, but could c- we have his stuff? I have no need for it. Loot the body. Yes. <laughs> so going for this stuff. So what do we find on this dead more uh, Mathis Mordrenacht? On Mathis Mordrenacht, you find he has a potion of cure serious wounds. Ooh, that would have helped him. Yeah. He has four vials of silver sheen. Wait a minute, what? He's about to fight other werewolves. <laughs> yeah. He has a plus one mithril chain shirt. A plus one bastard sword, a masterwork dagger, a cloak of resistance plus one, and 163 gold pieces. 163 gold pieces. Yes. Cool. Well, he's not going to carry around silver pieces. Well, of course not. (laughs) We can divide this stuff up off mic. Is it time to level up? No. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. <laughs> yeah, bro, because I need I need this level up. Like, You know what else we need? Sleep. I am, at, as Dwarfy, I'm out of, of channels. As Carrie, I've got one more verse in me. Yeah, I'm out of judgments. I'm almost out of key. And out of stunning fists. Yeah, I need to rest. <laughs> okay. So, okay, yeah, so let's rest. Let's rest up, you guys. Let's camp on, on the top of Stonehenge or whatever. Yeah, so I think we should rest because at the moment I have no more judgments left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got no, almost no key and absolutely no more fists. <laughs> and I have not a lot of hit points left, so I'm all for that. You know, I think that this is the longest that we've gone without resting like between battles because we went through we went through a lot on this tower yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah we did yeah this was intense i'm just not one that believes in you're on a time crunch and scary things are around you let's sleep for eight hours in this you know busy place that it doesn't make sense yeah, to no, me <laughs> no you, you're you're right but i mean those that's why i'm at work spells, though, though. <laughs> Just kidding. If anybody from work's listening, I was totally joking. <laughs> They're going to find your nap hole. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I love when Keith comes in with the dirty. <laughs> the way he said it was so bad. So bad. So bad. So bad. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, Sabrissa did say that the werewolves will not be attacking you, so you can feel safe to, to rest here. 
All right, let's rest, you guys. Let's, let's go camping. Camping in the tower. Woohoo! I feel like we don't even have to post watches. I mean, yeah, we could take these stones and just shove them down the stairs so no one can get us. <laughs> um, th- those are part of the building. Oops, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, I broke your sacred tower, you guys. So we'll need our potion of giant strength. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so I guess yeah. No, let's let's go ahead and set up camp, set up a fire, drink the bug juice, <laughs> heal up any you want to. <laughs> yeah. Who took damage? Shobert is definitely this guy's target for a lot of it. So. He did. Yeah, I think he did take damage. I, Diego was not a target. Okay, so, I mean, should I give him the Cure Serious? Or hold on to that and just zap him with the Cure Lights? How much will I recover for sleeping? You'll get uh, your level plus your con. Con bonus, not your con score. Level plus your con bonus. I also have the Wand of Cure Moderate, too. Well, does the cure serious get rid of your uh, wolfy issue? No. Darn, you're still wolfy. All right, so with the sleep and everything, I will be at, I'll still be 24 points shy of my regular. All right, let's hit you with the cure moderate, a couple of cure moderates. So that is 2d8 plus one. Here we go. First zap is 13. All right. Second zap. Not so good. Two plus two, four. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Well, I have one. I can cast Cure Moderate Wounds. I have one left in that spell slot if you want it. Go for it. Oh, yeah, before we sleep? Yeah, that'd be great. Before we sleep, yeah. Okay. Five... 13 points. Oh, talking about best friend. <laughs> and that pretty much pushed me right at normal. All right. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Everybody healed up. Everybody good? I think I will heal with a night trust on both characters. So we're good on that. I will as well. So they sit by the fire. It's like, man, that's, that's really crazy, huh? We're just out here killing pack lords and stuff. Is Sabrissa camping with us, or did she leave? She left. Oh. Bye, did Sabrissa. She just, did she just, like, take the heart with her? Or did, like, we, like, watch her, like, eat it? She, like, fireman carried the body and just took it with her. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't see why she just didn't throw it down. Well, yeah. she didn't want to risk destroying the heart when it falls 140 feet to the ground. I mean, at least sure kick it down the stairs. for that. <laughs> Yeah. Featherfall. Cast Featherfall on it. <laughs> yeah. I'll need that ring back, though. <laughs> She's strong enough. It's not much of a sweat for her to carry the body down. She'll probably get down a little bit further and find some underling to do it for her. Mm. Yeah, the picture of her that you showed us, I was like, well, I didn't think I was a furry before, but uh, I might have to reconsider. <laughs> All right. So uh, are we going to have a fireside chat? Do we need to talk about anything? I think we should talk about the the ritual. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. So, about this ritual. What does it entail? 
Yeah, this is quite the experience. I, the ritual of the dusk moth. I, should we do it? What? I mean, I, 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 I believe we should at least try. I mean, Dwarfy, you know more about it because you're the DM. But what does it really <laughs> entail? Well, it looks to me like it would be uh, sort of a cleansing and consecration ritual for for Desna. I think uh, we should do it. I agree. I'm always down for some consecration. <laughs> you are a little demon. <laughs> no, I, I do believe that for us to do the ritual, we have to consecrate the area first. Are we talking about the entire tower or just no, this? Just this this area. I these stand-in stones around the circle, for me, makes this look like the altar. Oh, yeah. Mark our territory like the wolves. I'm not peeing on this place. It's <laughs> just rude. I did say consecrate, right? I didn't mean desecrate. I said consecrate. <laughs> I am a cat, and this is wolf territory. I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> so... I th- yes, no, tomorrow, tomorrow, we shall consecrate this. So this how area. does one go about consecrating the ground here? This, this well, is an unfamiliar concept to me. Dwarfy, you're able, and Cabal, you're able to consecrate. Yes, it takes some... Take some prayers and sprinkle in holy water and silver dust around the, the site. Which I believe we both have all the ingredients. So, what what will happen after we consecrate this? Well, it would mean that no undead could come onto this area. Well, that's a plus, but what I'm looking for is a way to find the Whispering Way. I know that I sound like a... I was going to say broken record, but they don't have those yet. I know I keep repeating myself, but... Like a bard. <laughs> I would just... I, I would prefer... To find them as quickly as possible. Like a concussed bard. Exactly. <laughs> I do believe that Sabrissa did mention that the Whispering Way would be in Feldgrau. I just don't want them to get too much of a lead on us. That's fair, that's fair. Consecration isn't a quick spell, is it? It doesn't take that long to consecrate. The ritual itself would take longer than the consecration. That's what I'm afraid of, but I think we should, as a sign of good faith to the werewolves, consecrate this area. Would, would that affect the undead werewolves? You know, the, the ghosty ones? Well, the only ghosty one that we know of was the Vilcasis, and we got rid of that one. We destroyed the Canopic Stone, correct? Yes, we, we did. It would prevent them from making any more. And what of the... I don't mean to be so crass, but what of the demons? The demon wolves? Will, will they be able to use the tower? Suka, I do not think they're actual demons. I think they worship demons. I think it'd be badass if they were like demon wolves, you know, just... On Harley? Yes. <laughs> Hell Satans. Hail Asmodeus? Not hail, hell. Hell's Satan. That's where I was going uh, with it. 
Gotcha. <laughs> it's a Simpsons reference. Sim- yeah. I was with you. If it's Simpsons, hell burnt. So, in the morning, we'll consecrate. In the evening, though, we must hurry because tomorrow is a full moon and Dwarfy and Jobert don't have much time. Yes, I agree. If, uh, if it gets too close to sunset and we have not found a cure yet, um, just restrain me in any way you see fit. And I want to warn you, I make sure that you take extra care with me because I've been known to slip a restraint or two. <laughs> That's going to be tough, tying him up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tie the rogue up. That's fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, good night, rest to all. But and we don't have to do a, a watch. I think I think we're good for that. All right. So you all head to sleep. Yeah. Do we have any uh, weird dreams or? Okay, hold on. Hold on, let's see if we can all actually do a fake yawn and see if we can get somebody in the audience to yawn. Hold on. Driving their car. Right. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Ah. Um but no, you make it through the evening uneventfully. Dwarfy is the last one to wake up and he's kind of barking in his sleep. <laughs> and he's got he's kicking his little feet his little feet and his, his his hands are going like paws like he's running and he starts to kind of howl <laughs> under his breath <laughs> but but what <laughs> dang dogs so you were having a dream I feel I may have been having a similar one <laughs> Were you chasing a cat, too? So, I, I didn't want to alarm Diego, but yes. <laughs> Diego is going to take his pack and move to the other side of the camp. <laughs> so yes. Too many dogs. You wake up in the next the next morning, feeling refreshed with your spells, etc. Uh, you've healed up what you would normally heal up. You take your time to prepare whatever your next spells are for the day. Dwarfy, I know, is preparing Consecrate. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to prepare Consecrate, or Consecrate too, but just in case he does it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you just follow behind everything that he does. Right. He sprinkles some stuff, I sprinkle it too. <laughs> <laughs> it's been reconsecrated. Right. <laughs> Come on, I was like, if you're sure that's the way you want to do it. Right. Are you... I mean, that's one way. That's a way of doing it. Yeah. Oh, you sprinkled that much silver? It should be this much silver. No, I've never seen it really work that way, but we can try. <laughs> oh, you're going clockwise? I was going counterclockwise. <laughs> Those two totally different things. Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, so, between the the dueling cleric people, um, <laughs> this area has become consecrated. And you know from the 
ritual that it has to be getting toward the end of the day before you do the ritual, but not sundown, just later in the day. But it's so about four o'clock. Yeah. Well, that's my nap time. <laughs> so you've had time to pr- sit and prepare and figure out your plans for how to get to Feldgrau, plan out the map and all that. And about four o'clock, you start to do the ritual. As you guys are reading the words from the, this scroll that you have, you're all standing and, well, there's five of you, so basically you're making a pentagram because there's five of you. Why not? Because it's the deable. Football's a deal. <laughs> um, as you're reading these words, you start to see that these standing stones that are surrounding you, the symbols that are etched into them, start to glow. And this green energy starts to kind of come out of these stones and start spiraling around you and they make their way around you and into the middle of the circle and they kind of coalesce into this beautiful butterfly which seems to speak to you without actually speaking speaking telepathically and says thank you for restoring my temple For your service, I offer a couple of things. For one, Dwarfy, Chaubert, I sense the curse of lycanthropy within you. Perhaps you will find it easier to resist now, if you try. And you each get to re-roll your save on the curse of lycanthropy, as if this is the first time you were bitten. All right. All right. So... Uh, I got a plus my fortitude is a 24. That is a save. Chaubert. And minus 20, and that's where Chaubert's at. (laughs) So you got four. four. Even with the bonus that she was giving you, that's not enough to to stave it off. So you still have the Curse of Lycanthropy. Perfect. Hmm. Dwarfy, I don't sense the lycanthropy within you anymore. Chaubert, unfortunately you were not able to fight this off. There's nothing I can do for that. However, I can reset the clock for you. It will not be the next full moon with which you would transform. I will give you until the following full moon to try to find a way to cure yourself. And for that I would be much appreciative there is another thing that I offer you all a glimpse into the future to know what you may be coming up against the future is quite bleak but I feel like you may be up for the task and this wave of energy hits all of you and at the same time you all start to have the same vision You see yourself facing a black-robed necromancer wearing a breastplate made out of bone as he stands before a ruined tower. This is the same necromancer that Cabal saw in his vision of the future. 
I was just about to say this is Cabal's nightmare. (laughs) You also see, as time passes on, fighting a terrifying tentacled monster deep beneath the sea. You then flash forward even further, confronting a beautiful female vampire spellcaster in an underground chamber. You then flash to battling a decaying lich blazing with arcane power atop a high spire beneath dark, churning clouds. And as the vision starts to fade, it is now nighttime, and you realize the vision has lasted for more than an hour. I, I know the future is bleak, but I believe that you have the power to see it through. And at that time, more energy starts to spiral around the outside of the circle, making its way into the center of the circle. Phorasma appears. Thank you, sister, for showing them the future. I believe that they will need a little extra help in this matter. And a hero card forms in front of her and makes its way out towards you. This hero card will be used as you fight these powerful spellcasters. This card is known as the Eclipse. If you decide to use it, this card will grant you spell resistance 20 for the duration of one encounter as we eclipse the power of those spellcasters. Not only this, but I feel like you need a little more of an edge as another wave of energy hits all of you. And you level up. Awesome! (laughs) Eight. And we'll see you next week. Yay! (laughs) We did it, you guys. That's my woman right there. assist her where is the whispering way over there over there